Scooby Doo the Thirteenth Ghosts. Why didn't I think of that? Jesus. Hola! It's episode 34. I'm going to have to check that. 34. 34. <laughs> it's episode 34. It is. Hello to accents, man. <laughs> Hola. We're so glad to uh, to have you back after your leave of absence. Well, you know, I had to go and do those space things in space. <laughs> your planet needed you. Yeah, that, why not? That's more exciting than what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, today we're talking about spooky things. Yeah, we've never been one for conventions, so when Halloween rolled around, we went, fuck you, Halloween, we're going to do it in May instead. <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't the case that we forgot or anything. No, no, it's, it's not like it's not like Halloween's like a huge thing or anything like that, and you know, uh, Ah, fuck it. So, we're going to do a spooky cast now. We're going to talk about all things scary. Speaking of which, Alex, how are you? Oh. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Well, I'm fine, thank you very much. I'm good, I'm good. Uh, yep. Well, I've, I've watched a few scary movies in preparation for this podcast. Okay, I've seen a copious amount of scary movies anyway, so I've done little to no research. <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm like, I did like a whole sort of like, uh, module, um, at college on horror movies, uh, you know, on my own sort of back sort of thing. Like, oh, I, right. I, I, I never knew you actually. Yeah, Sorry. so like, I did like, um, an essay and like, my, my final, um, I suppose college version of dissertation, um, my final, I think it was called a personal study or something, was uh, about the representation of women in horror movies. So ah, I see. We can delve into that if you'd like. Women are terrifying. I'll give them women that. Women are terrifying. <laughs> Just, that, it, it's true what they say. We fear what we do not understand. And, uh, oh God, I just don't understand. Oh. They're such an unknown. I won't have them in the house. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm far outnumbered by the women in this house. You are actually far outnumbered. I mean, there's your dad. There's your mom. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't need to pick on your dad like that. I like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like you. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we're three younger sisters. It uh, you do tend to. Have a healthy respect for women. <laughs> or a healthy, healthy fear, perhaps. So, fears, scary things. Let's, uh, let's start, let's start at the beginning. I'm scared of the Bible. Um, <laughs> Adam and Eve just, do you know what scares me about Adam and Eve? The way, so, the way so many people accept incest as how we came about, and yet they're not fucking their mothers and sisters. Um, not that I want to. <laughs> just curious, like, 
You you go up to like I don't know uh, what's his name Fred Phelps or something. I really hope it's Fred Phelps down. I'm not thinking of someone else. Anyway, the guy that was um the head of the Westboro Baptist Church. You know the you know yeah. the ones that picket funerals because they're fucking cunts. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> got to him like do you fuck your or you know your children? No. Why it says so in the Bible that that's how we came about. That's how we must survive. You know. <laughs> uh, that scares me. I see. So, so you're 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 terrified of being uh, of being uh, part of uh, the last man and woman on Earth after the apocalypse. Well, I mean, no. Well, it depends. Who's the last woman? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not get well, into that. Well, I, no, I, 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 I'm or, terrified or, of how we started, not necessarily how <laughs> I'm going to end all of this. Um, I mean, if you're saying Jennifer Lawrence, then I mean, yeah, cool. Or, or I'll go. I'll have some Jennifer Lawrence Poontang and then, and then follow that up with mine and Jennifer Lawrence's kids Poontang. Well, I'm just saving the human race. They're still going to be pretty damn good looking. Have you seen me? I'm gorgeous. <laughs> All right. What, what if, uh, what if the last woman on earth is Miranda Hart? We had a good run. We had a good run. <laughs> oh dear. The, oh. the thing, the thing about, um, about things that are beautiful is that they have to end. So the human race was pretty beautiful for that for that one moment before all the rape and the torture and the and their insert racist pun here. <coughs> so, but yeah, okay. So what what what? Let, let's let's actually start at the beginning. Um, where where in your childhood were you scared, Alex? Well, I have been uh, thinking back a bit. No, Daddy, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, picking on your dad today, I'm sorry. Uh. No, well, all, the only things I can think of that scared me were all, were all TV shows. You know, I don't think that, other than spiders, I, had, I, I was terribly afraid of spiders, mainly because this house is full of massive ones. I was say, like, your house is, like, sort of... Spider Central, as it were. If, if the spiders could have sort of where they go, yeah, that's the place to go. That's the place where you chase the American dream. It's your house. Um, <laughs> it's like New York Grand Central Station of spiders. Uh, and I know, I've seen them. Fucking pulled a knife on me and everything. It's terrifying. Uh, uh, these these days, I happily go around swatting them with various bits of cardboard and newspapers. Uh, I see. I couldn't honestly say that I've reached that level of um, admiration to the spiders. I just sort of watch them. I tell them that if they move, they'll die, but they're okay where they are because secretly I'm afraid of them. Um, and then sometimes they move, and I scream like a little girl and and throw things until. Well, it's only the big scuttly ones I go after. Yeah. The the, the ones that happily sit in their web in the corner. You know. You know. Fine, stay there. Stay there. No, you died. No, because they're the ones that plot. <laughs> they watch you. They go, all oh, right, I'm learning his patterns. I know when he goes to sleep. I know when he goes to the toilet. And then all of a sudden, they strike. And then you're dead. <laughs> uh, did you know that uh, in the average year, over 200 spiders uh, crawl into your mouth while you're asleep and wipe their penises on your tongue? That sounds like a statistic I could believe. <laughs> um. So, your childhood. 
<laughs> what kind of thing scared you as a child? I'll tell you one thing that scared me as a child. Um, the tree people in Casper the Friendly Ghost. They scared the fuck out of me. I do not remember the tree people. <laughs> I'm, I've got my iPad here. You might hear some clickety-click, but I'm going to look up the tree people in Casper. It was an old episode of the Casper cartoon show. Called... I do remember the Casper cartoon, yeah. It was called, The episode is called Boo Moon. And Casper uh, uh, is, is sad in the episode because uh, all the people he tries to say hello to are terrified of him and run away. So he thinks, perhaps there'll be friendly people on the moon. And off he goes up to the moon. And turns out the moon is full of little munchkins. Mm-hmm. And uh, rather than being scared of Casper, the, the little moon munchkins decide that uh, he's a threat and they take him prisoner. Okay. But uh, once they're inside the little moon munchkin uh, castle, the tree people appear, <laughs> and these these the say the little the little munchkins are sort of I don't know mouse size uh, to 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 Casper. The yeah. tree people are the same size as Casper, and they come along, they burst through the walls, uh, attack on Titan style, grab the moon people, <laughs> and start carrying them off. Good okay. God! When I was when I was little, there was nothing scarier than those. I I I used to have nightmares that the moon people, that the tree moon people, were going to come in and carry me away. I don't know what they were going to do, whether they were going to eat me or rape me or something. <laughs> but good God, they 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 had evil at- intent. In the end of the day, uh, Casper saves the day by uh, flying underground and uh, grabbing their grabbing their tree legs testicles grabbing their tree testicles and dragging them underground and tying them together mm. as roots so they can't walk around anymore but even so even knowing that Casper could do that you know I, I wasn't friends with Casper when I was little okay I do have images of the tree people now Wow, they're a little bit weird looking um, I wouldn't say they're scary but I mean from a, yeah. from a child's perspective you know I mean, I, I was scared of a fair few strange things as a child, and fuck me, like they, they probably would get me a bit. Um, and I can see what you mean by Attack on Titan now. In fact, the image I've got is of them walking to a giant wall. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> fair enough. That, that, that looks a bit weird. <clears throat> Did anything else really get your, uh, get your goosebumps up? I'll tell you one thing that scared me, goosebumps. Fuck me. Oh. In fact, I remember the first time I watched Goosebumps, because I was experimenting with um, scary things. Yeah. I was, you know, because you get to that age and pretend that, you know, you're brave and actually you're a giant pussy. Um, so I was like, you know what? Goosebumps. Goosebumps is scary. I'm going to watch Goosebumps. And I even remember the first episode I watched, and it terrified me. <laughs> <laughs> And it's going to sound stupid, right? Because of all the Goosebumps episodes, this is probably the least threatening monster ever. It was about an evil sponge that lived under the sink. <laughs> and, uh, oh, God, just, oh, my God. Um, I sat there, I, I let it happen to me, and, uh, <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, shall I watch another? No! Nope! <laughs> 
Uh, that probably traumatised me for about a year, and then I started watching them again. Then I started to really like them because I had grown up a little bit in that year, and you know. But God damn, that that yeah. first Goosebumps was. <laughs> I did like Goosebumps when I was little. I, I I don't think there was anything in there that really scared me. Um, but uh, I I think once I'd started reading the books, because everyone oh yeah up reading great. at least one Goosebumps book when they were younger. Um, as soon as I started reading the books, and then I started watching the TV show, and I'm like, oh my god, there's monster blood, or oh god, it's Slappy the Dummy, you know, and I'm like, I know these things from the book. <laughs> then it got a bit more interesting, it got a bit more fun. I love uh, the, uh, I think it was, I think it was a Goosebumps book, my first ever Choose Your Own Adventure book. Oh, I do remember book. the Choose Your Own Adventure ones, yeah. I had one that where it was a genie in a Coke can, and it was evil. But the problem was, when I read that book, the song by Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle, had just come out. So while I was reading it, all I was thinking was that this genie looked like Christina Aguilera, and it just just didn't do anything for me. I, you know, you, you would think it would either do something for me where you're going, Ugh, or, Fwah, and I, didn't, I, I, I was completely apathetic towards the entire thing. I was, meh. I remember the the, yeah. the one I read, um, or the one I can remember, started off with uh, you go to your cousin's house and your cousins say let's play hide and seek, mm. and you uh, your your auntie tells you that you mustn't go in the uh, in the basement, and the and your first choice is uh, do you want to hide in the basement or, find <laughs> some, or, or or listen to your auntie and find some somewhere else, and if you choose the uh, find somewhere else. It told you, stop being such a coward. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Who cares about your auntie? She's mean. Go in the basement. Uh. Yeah, I do I do like the Goosebumps ones. I mean, there's, there's supposed to be a film of um, Goosebumps coming out soon with uh, that uh, terrific star Jack Black. Um, and he plays R.L. Stein. Um, I always have more time for Jack Black than I expect I will. This is a thing, like... I, I watch Jack Black movies and I'm like, I always expect you to be like Adam Sandler and you're not, but that doesn't mean that I like you still. <laughs> doesn't I mean you're good. Yeah, I like him in Tenacious D. I just kind of wish he did more Tenacious D rather than sort of Gulliver's Travels, you know. Mm. Um, but, you know, he's popular and to be fair, if you were popular, you'd milk it for everything you had, I suppose. I would, I know I would. Uh, I suppose he's, he's one of these people... He doesn't try and pretend that he's something he's not. Yeah, I suppose you know, he, 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 he he's the big, loud, shouty guy, and you know he's he's happy playing that, and he doesn't pretend yeah. to. You know, I don't think he's done a pretentious grown up. Ooh, look at this. King oh, Kong. He did King, <laughs> he did King Kong, where he was a serious character, and it didn't fucking work. I didn't think he was that much black. of a serious black, serious character in that. Yeah, he, he got he the fun, didn't he? He got the. Uh, it wasn't a uh, man. Uh, was yeah, like, no, he he he. They should have killed the beast. It was he like, shouldn't no. have had the final line. Yeah. The final. He's someone else should have had the final line. But uh, other than that. other than that, I thought he was quite good in that. Yeah. You know, he he did play the sort of the he. I think he was good at playing the uh, the swindler, desperate to to get to the next big thing. I um, just think Nathan Lane should have played it. Can you not <laughs> see that? I can. <laughs> Whatever you say, Jimmy, my friend. Whatever you say. 
Okay, other things that scared you as a child, then. Was there anything else that really got you? Um, just going back to other other, other cartoons and TV shows. Uh, oh, did you ever see the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe cartoon? It was an old sort of poorly, poor, sort of low-budget cartoon. Yeah, I believe I, I believe I did. Um, the, 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 oh, the Snow Queen in that. She was scared. like blue. Wasn't she blue? Uh, something else. Yes, sort of. She had this big white fluffy coat. I do remember. Yeah, I, I did see it. I think she's. I think it was especially the moment where she first comes on, where she first appears. She's sort of riding around the hill um, mm. in her in her chariot with white with white reindeers. And she scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> Ooh, God! I I, <laughs> I remember uh, when a friend came over, mm. and I said, "Let's watch this. It's good." Um, but when uh, when that that bit came on, where you could hear the uh, the bells of her sleigh, I got up and went behind um, and went behind the big armchair, hid behind <laughs> the big armchair, and my friend who hadn't seen it before uh, turned and looked at me and said, "Are you hiding? Are you hiding from the movie?" And then uh, the the bells carried on, and he said, oh, "I'm going to come around too." You <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> um, once once you'd sort of seen her for the first time. It wasn't yeah. so bad, but especially the first scene where she's uh, she's offering the Turkish delights to Edmund. Mm. Um, what, who who tempts a child with Turkish delight? Jesus, ugh, revolting. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that 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 was scary. Um, and uh, and there was always there was one image of uh, Aslan after he's completely shaved in that mm. film that uh, that was quite. Very unpleasant. If it wasn't scary, it sort of uh, gave me gave me some shivers. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I can remember <clears throat> this. This isn't like I've, I've been thinking about things that scare me, and this isn't something I thought about. But we've been talking about you know, that, and I'm thinking there was something I used to watch, and I just used to fast forward through one bit, <clears throat> and I never acknowledged the fact that it scared me. But it, I always fast-forwarded it because it scared me. And I can't for the life of me remember what it was. I think I might have done that uh, with uh, subsequent watchings of Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe. Yeah. It was like, uh, and it, whatever it was, it was at the start of the film. Mm. And so I used to just fast-forward it to about five minutes in. I just, I just, just oh, it might have been Disney or something like that, but I don't know. Something really, oh, oh, no. Nah. Yeah, no, I remember what it was. Oh, and that fucking terrified me. Snow White. <clears throat> Snow White when she's walking through the woods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, all those eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> terrify me. I hated that. Oh, that, it, even now, thinking about that, because I haven't seen that film in so long. I've just it's just popped into my head and even now I've still got a bit of that childish fear I'm like oh god that's that was ooh, ooh. yeah no that used to terrify me I used to fast forward it just to the point where the animals came out um like I, I'd watched that first little bit with the queen you know mirror mirror on the wall who's the fairest of them all snow white fast forward right okay ah there we go little bird there we go oh look dwarves everyone's happy again <laughs> like, oh, ooh, no I couldn't couldn't do that Trying to think, there's anything else that really scared me as a child. Uh, I remember when I was—I um, <clears throat> can't remember how old I was actually. I was probably about 
10, maybe 11, something like that. My, um, my stepdad at the time, uh, was working nights and I'd had a day off at school because I was, I think, I think I'd had a couple of days off and, uh, I used to enjoy the days off when my stepdad was off as well because he'd sit downstairs, he'd watch films and things like that and, and, and chill out sort of thing. So I'd sit downstairs and watch these films with him. I remember one of the films I watched with him was RoboCop, like the original 1980s RoboCop. I remember watching that with him. Yeah. But one film he got me to watch, and I've watched the film since, and it's not scary now, but but from a sort of 10-year-old mind who's never seen something quite as graphic as that, I watched Predator with him. Uh, yeah. Rich, I, you know, with Arnie. Um, I could see that, yeah. That, that would be really cool. And I don't know how far in it is, but there's a scene where they're walking along and they find an upside-down hanging body that's had its skin flayed off and it's just muscle, like red blood dripping muscle. Mm. And I screamed. Oh, <laughs> no, not for me. No, and I just went upstairs. Oh, I can't deal with that. Can't deal with that. No, thank you. Oh, no. Um, poof, poof. There's one other thing that used to scare me as a child. This was actually a little bit later on. And, uh, it was, it was during that time where I was thinking, I like horror films, you know, like I'm not scared of them. And obviously now I really enjoy horror films. I think they're well fun. But back then it was sort of me trying to, I suppose in, in my own childish way, I understand, as I understand it now, I was probably trying to desensitize myself to them a bit because I was, I was terrified of them for a while. I was a very scared child at one point. Um, and Channel 4 showed uh, something along the lines of um, 100 Greatest Horror Movie Moments. Uh, you know, they used to do all of them. They had, yeah. like, 100 Greatest Cartoons, 100 Greatest Toys. It was always Jonathan Wass that um, yeah. hosted them. And there was 100 Greatest uh, Horror Movie Moments. And I'm watching them. I'm getting scared, but then I'm by, you know, I'm sort of 11, 12 in. I'm thinking, actually, none of these are scary because they're all actors and they're all, you know, and, um, number, f- like, it was in the top ten. I don't know that much, probably number four or something like that. Um, there was a scene, they showed a scene from the film Don't Look Now. I don't know if you know about it. I recognise the name. I'm not sure if I've seen it. It's possibly getting a remake now, and I don't really see how the remake will work anymore because of, unless they're going to set it back in those times, because a lot of stuff's different. Basically, as I understand now, the film is about, I mean, Donald, Donald Sutherland's in it. Um, and Donald Sutherland and his wife, um, lost their daughter to a car crash or something like that, um, quite a while ago by the look of it. And, uh, they've moved away. Um, and, and in the, in the meantime, he's been cheating on his wife or something like that. Anyway, they're going through marital troubles after their daughter died in, um, in, in some form of accident. And they're trying to repair their relationship. <clears throat> Sorry, trying to repair their relationship. They've moved somewhere new, and uh, <clears throat> this uh, this film is about them sort of like trying to rebuild their life. Now I know what you're saying. This doesn't sound like a horror film. Intertwine with the fact that there are murders going on all around this new city that they're in. It's something like Venice or somewhere weird like that. Um, and all the way through, it's kind of like a psychological film. It's mostly set from Donald Sutherland's point of view. He starts seeing um 
this uh, this little girl in a red coat. Oh, I think I've heard about this. Yeah. Oh God! Even now, I get the goosebumps when I think about the the twist at the end, and it's an awful twist. But that's the thing. I think I, I think in a, a, to spoilers um, is the the twist at the end is they uh, they is it something like they chase her up a tower and they fall or both fall off or they both die in the end, and it goes to uh, the little the 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 little hooded figure, and it turns out it's a little goblin or something. It's a little old lady. I was a little old lady, right? It's a little old lady. That's the thing. Um, so they, they, uh, they, finally he, he convinces his wife that, you know, there is this thing. She sees it running away. They chase after it, and it turns out this is the murderer. And it turns out to be an old lady they met, um, apparently, at the very start of the film, very briefly or something like that. But um, they, he chases her up um, something, and, uh, and finally there's nowhere for her to go. And the wife is at the bottom of wherever they are. And the little girl turns around and it's this old lady. But I don't know what scared me about her. She just got this face. And I was like, oh, my God, that's terrifying. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then she stabs him with a knife. Um, but I was showing this scene out of context as well. So all I knew was there's a little red riding hood thing that's actually like this demon goblin grandma carrying a massive butcher's knife around stabbing people. That fucked me up for a while. Even now, I don't like that scene because of how scared I was as a child. Uh, I think it's kind of funny now because it's really dated, but God, just, oh. (laughs) One film that scared the crap out of me when I was was at school, Mm. uh, and I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, was Signs. Signs. Oh, yeah, that, that did scare me for a bit. Signs really, really scared me. I think it was um, uh, partly because it does um, one of the the few things that really scare me are jump moments. Yeah, you you get a good jump moment and you jump moments in a a horror film and you get me. The rest, generally, I you know I can't I I I I can't detach myself enough to believe it unless Mm. unless it's done really really well. I'm not saying that it you know there's the nothing can draw me in but um yeah but no the one the one way films can get me is with a jump moment and signs has possibly the best jump moment ever I, i'm not sure i've ever seen a jump moment that was better with... can i guess which one it is go on so again spoiler alert if you've never seen signs but if you haven't it's been out like fucking 15 years so fuck you um right i can think of a couple there's there's two that really got me mm. And I bet, I bet money that it's one of them. There's two. The first one, I'll talk, I'll go chronologically. The first one is when no one really knows that there's aliens yet. And they're in the crops and they're walking along and they hear something. They turn around and the flashlight turns and all you see is like an ankle just move into the crops, like just, just a foot going as if it was walking past and you just missed it. And that fucked me up. I was like, oh my god, there's something there. It it wasn't that one, but yeah, that that, that one got me too. And the second one is of a kid's birthday party. Yes, the kid's birthday party on TV. Yeah. Yeah. The home footage. Yeah. Um, Partly, that one especially got me partly because because it's broad daylight. Yeah. And I really appreciate when when a horror film, when a a horror film does something in broad daylight rather than than the whole 
you know, film constantly being dark and oh, what was that? It was in the shadows, but it's all shadows, so who the fuck cares? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, the birthday party when, because uh, it just builds and builds with the noise of the children, and then just suddenly, boom, it walks by. Yeah. You see, you see the walking past the window or past the alleyway through the yeah, window. Yeah, the alleyway. Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah, that bit really got me. And the whole premise of the f- the film for for weeks. For weeks afterwards, uh, I was uh, at, at boarding school at this point. So it was in, you know, in dormitories. I was terrified to go to the loo at night. I was, oh, I was yeah. completely convinced that, you know, that wall's an alien in disguise. That wall's an alien in disguise. That door's an alien in disguise. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Really, really got me that film. Signs Sign, was a film that um, I watched late enough to not be scared of. I jumped at the jumpy moments. Mm. One film I watched a little bit too early, I think, so I was scared of it for a while, was The Sixth Sense, um, thinking about, you know, M. Night Shyamalan films, um, and speaking of the only two good ones that he's done, um, because the rest are shit, uh, especially that one. <laughs> but we won't mention it, um, although that was a fucking horror, thinking about it, We're talking about scary things. He might do a sequel one day. He won't, but... Can you imagine? Oh, um, yeah, stuff no. Six Sense never, never got me. I think I was much too old. When I Six Sense. There, there, there was two bits again that got me. And um, the first, he was at school or something like that, and he's walking around. He's talking to Bruce Willis, and uh, and he looks up the stairs, and there's three people hanging from the roof. And obviously yeah. they're not there. They're ghosts. Um, and Bruce Willis can't see them, but he's t- and and it's the look on their faces. I was like, oh, that's horrible. And then the second one that really got me, um, and this one I didn't sleep that night, was uh, he, there's a little kid or something in his house, and this, the, he's, uh, it's at night, and he's saying, come on, we've got to go, we've got to hide, we've got to hide. Um, and, then, and then the kid mentions, this is when my dad keeps his gun, turns around, and then there's a big fucking bullet hole in his head, and he's a ghost. Oh, of yeah, I remember that bit. And I was like... I, I, again, I was I was just a bit too young for it, I think, and I was just yeah. whoa, who, no, 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 no. Well, funny no. enough, I think I think films probably get me better if I see them at the cinema because I saw signs at the cinema, and I think having a yeah. whole crowd, you know, it, it helps build up the tension. I can honestly say one film, one horror film I saw in the cinema that was completely ruined for me because I was with people in the cinema mm. um, and I was with you and I was with Chris <laughs> and it was the woman in black and when I say ruined I don't mean like oh god I'm never going to see this film again this is shit it's just that I could not stop laughing at that bit when the woman in black appears in the mirror or the window or something to Daniel Radcliffe and Chris who was sitting between <laughs> you and I jumped about six foot in the air and screamed, but he didn't just—he uh, didn't just scream because you can scream and be like, Wah! his scream like lasted for about three seconds, which doesn't sound like a long time, but he actually was because it was a continuous. <laughs> See that 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 moment in the film, it got me, but Chris yelling set me off. <laughs> yeah, but that was the thing. There was like a chain reaction, so I saw him go up, and then you go up. Because you were scared of the noise to the right of you, because Chris had scared you. And there's me. I was crying. I mean, I jumped when the woman appeared. 
But fuck, man, that was just so funny. Like, there are a few memories that I will keep with me when I'm old with dementia, and that is one of them. And, oh, God, just... I'll be giggling to myself as I'm sitting in my own piss, and they'll all be going, oh, he's, he's lost it. And I'll be thinking, I haven't lost it. I'm just really enjoying this moment that I'm remembering. <laughs> uh, well... Well, when when we're all uh, old and arthritic and in wheelchairs, mm. we'll have to uh, and and all slightly senile, we'll have to live live a sort of, a, a, I suppose, a pre-death will that uh, nurses have to get you and me and Chris wheelchair us in, <laughs> yeah. turn the lights off in the room and play the film again. <laughs> See if it happens again. <laughs> oh God. But, yeah. I can think of one more scare from a childhood as well. And uh, it was a film called The Page Master. Mm. I don't know whether you've seen it. I, I've i seen most of it. I haven't seen it all at once. I know you, you keep telling yeah, me to see it. I, lo- I love The Page Master. It was one of my proper childhood films, even though Macaulay Culkin's in it, and now he's a, you know, a nobody. But... Um, there was this scene because the, the, I mean the premise is he's lost in the library and he's at you know he's he's in this sort of fantasy world and he has to travel through the genres of story to get to the exit to get home um, and the page master's sort of giving him guidance along the way and so the first one he has to travel through is uh, oh no sorry first he has to get out of the the cartoon version of the library and he escapes into the horror section mm-hmm. and so he's in the horror world and he, he goes up to this big sort of haunted looking house and he's got the three books that turn out to be his friends and one of them's patrick stewart doing a pirate accent which makes it all that more cooler <laughs> uh, and uh he knocks on the door and it's it's, it's uh dr jekyll who answers uh opens the and he, he lets them in, he's talking to them. And then he's like, oh, by the way, would anybody like a drink? And of course, back then, I didn't know who Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde were. So he, everyone's like, uh, no. And then Patrick Stewart's a pirate's like, yeah, I'll have one. Arr. And he's looking at it, it's like green and bubbling. And Dr. Jekyll drinks. And then you don't see him transform. You see his shadow transform, which again was even scarier because it's like you're still sort of making up in your own head what's really happening and he turns into and now it isn't even that scary like now I watch it it's like oh that's a bit but it's just a bit gruesome Um, and he turns it and he's they're like doctor doctor are you okay and he says I'm not doctor I'm Mr. Hyde like that and uncovers his face and he's got this like demon face and I was when I was a kid fuck me (laughs) that was the stuff of nightmares that was another bit I fast forwarded through. I'd fast forward through that and then get to the bit with the pirates. <laughs> uh, I'm I can't I'm afraid I can't think of many other. Well, there was there were some films that scared me a bit when I was in uh, Pinocchio. Pinocchio always uh, scared me a bit. Um, Which bit, Stromboli or? Um, yeah, well the uh, the point I think the the threatening to chop him up and turning him into king kindling. Yeah, I think uh, quite got me. Um, if only, if only because in my house we have we have a big old fireplace, yeah, which, yeah. Which, which is which you know has a roaring fire in the winter. So uh, that that always got to me a bit. And there's also the the terrifying whale at the end. 
Um, and I think the bit where uh, where the children turn into donkeys. Mm. That, oh, okay. That, that bit got me quite a lot. Sort of a, I, I, it's been, I've not seen the film since I was little. But I, I think I remember that bit sort of meant to be a bit sort of everything seems fun and then it starts to turn, but none of yeah. the characters have realised. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think quite a few of the old Disney films actually are quite, you know. Yeah. Quite a bit about them that's quite scary. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, um, uh, uh, uh Oogie Boogie's song. Yeah. When, he, when he's kidnapped Santa Claus. That, uh, that, that, that song got to me quite a bit as well. Um, I don't think, I don't think Nightmare on, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, no. That's a, di- that's a different conversation. I'm not sure Nightmare Before Christmas ever got, um, got me scared. Mm. But I think that's because I actually saw it quite late on in life. Um, in, in life. because uh, I'm so old and haggard now. Um, quite late on in my childhood. Um, so, but I think, uh, of the Disney films, it, it's always the, the classic ones that were scary. Now they yeah. don't, they just don't take a risk as much. Um, but yeah, I, I did, like I say, Snow White for me was just, poor oh, nah. No, thank you. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. I'll, I'll watch Oliver and Company instead. Uh, well, you you well you mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street. Then uh, let's talk about some of the some of the some of the classic uh, te- teen slasher horror films. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of of especially sort of like classic horror films mm. because they're so bad. They are <laughs> so, they're so bad. Uh, I was saying I've last night I I I watched especially I watched two. Uh, horror films. I watched uh, basically th- these were the two two I found on Netflix. Mm. Um, I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two because I don't think the first one's on Netflix currently. Interesting. Okay. And I watched Halloween six. Uh, the le- <laughs> I think it's the Legend of Mike Myers or something or other. Um, <laughs> and that 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 uh, that one really was terrible. Um, yeah. Though it, though, it, though it does have, uh, what's his name? Mike from Friends. Um, oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can honestly say I've never been interested in the Halloween films. For someone who likes horror films, I just don't, I never, I like the music, but I, I was never interested in the Halloween films. Um, I maybe I should he, watch them. I get the impression he, he, he must have been in one of the past one, past films as well, because, right. uh, the film, that the film sort of follows a, uh, either late teens or early twenties, uh, single mother, um, right. who's come back home to live with her mother and father, and he's okay. he's he's the creepy guy across the way, um, who turns out to be nice in the end and helps yeah. them, and they and uh, annoyingly they, they they get away in the end. Um, oh right, they That's, they her small us. son, uh, they her small son, and uh, and uh, Mike Myers is. Uh, evil baby um, all managed to escape Mike Myers in the end. That's not cool. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I was, I was, I was watch a film where he lives, like where they live. I mean, I, I said to you not too long ago, like I like to watch horror films mm. um, as a sort with a cathartic approach to it. Like I enjoy 
watching these prettier people than me die. Uh, <laughs> because fuck them, why should they be happy? And I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I did try... I, did try to go into it with that attitude. Um, yeah. And certainly Halloween, Halloween 6, just to me, it was far more of an action film than anything else. Really? Yeah. Because, yeah, the, the, when... That, uh, that's, I find that is a problem with a lot of uh, horror films, mm. sort of towards towards the late 90s, noughties. Um, you, you get them sort of like, it's not about the scare, it's more about the the, the type of death. Final Destination, for example, is a perfect example of that. Um, Final Destination 1, a quite interesting concept. 2 onwards, it wasn't, oh, let's, let's sort of develop this mythology of, of death and karma and everything. Let's just go by the same rules that we've established. Let's not delve into it any further. And let's just see how many people we can kill in horrible, gruesome ways. And don't get me wrong, they're really fun, really gruesome ways, but it gets a bit sort of like, I'm not scared by any of this, you know. I want to watch it. There should be two different genres. There should be pretty teen death genre, and there should be um, sort of, you know, there should be horror. I haven't seen a horror film in so long, like something that's scary, other than The Grudge. I fucking hate The Grudge and The Ring. Oh, <laughs> no, thank I did, you. Yeah, I, I, oh, the ring, the rings one. I did find creepy the first time I saw it, but uh, I still can't watch it. I haven't seen really? it. All, can't, I haven't seen it all the way through. Can't make it oh. to the end. Can't. I, genuinely, true terror. <laughs> um, just I don't know what it is about about the ring and the grudge. It's that. It's that same. It's I can't remember what the name of the ghost is, but it's a traditional Japanese style revenge. Mm ghost woman female revenge ghost um and there's you know there's a few fair few japanese films about this sort of uh type of type of ghost um and oh no no i remember at school there was a uh there was a girl uh natalie who had uh very long straight black hair oh really and she she would very often uh put it over the front of her face and do uh, do the ring style, and it, she was very good at it. <laughs> That's not cool, though. That is not. It's cool. <laughs> not nice. Like, why would you do that? That's just not nice. It's not halal. It's not. No, not for me. No. Yeah. I genuinely like. I thing is right. I I remember at uni, um, we uh, remember Sarah Price. Mm-hmm. So she uploaded a picture. On Facebook, probably during second year, um, and she uploaded this picture. It was a picture of the Grudge Girl, and uh, and she tagged me in it. So I didn't know what it was. She tagged me in a picture. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I opened it up. And I'm like, oh, no, it's the Grudge Girl. <laughs> then I, I didn't remove the tag. So three or four times, I've been scrolling through my pictures on Facebook, forgotten it's there, and then all of a sudden, I've seen the Grudge Girl. I've dropped my iPad or something because I've just, oh, what the fuck? Oh, it genuinely fucks me up. I don't know, I don't know what it is about it. It fucks me up. Like I really don't like that girl. Like oh, that that is the one thing that scares me. Mm-hmm. To the point where Sophie um, has bought a black wig and hidden it. She thinks I don't know where it is, but I know where it is now because I found it because I looked for it. And she told me it was because I scared her once really bad and uh, I made her cry just through just through scaring her. Um, 
and she said if I ever did it again, she she'd use the black wig. And fuck me, that I I think is she's she's since said she's never gonna do it because she she wouldn't know what I'd do. Um, <laughs> because I don't know whether I'd break down and cry, or whether I'd just lunge at it and try to kill it. Um, I just oh, ugh, nah. Let's not think about it. What scares you, Alex? What what scares? What's, no, we're talking about a classic horror film. Yeah, well, well so. I was going to say yeah, the the other one I watched last night was Nightmare on Elm Street uh, Two. Now which, it's got no go on there. You go. Which I really liked, and I really I really tried to go into it with the attitude of uh, uh, your attitude of uh, let's watch some some pretty people die. Yeah, but so I liked you, all the characters far too much in that film. You texted me yesterday. You said uh, you, oh, you messaged me on Facebook. You said, um, "Do you recommend any films for me to watch?" Yeah. Um, and I said, "Nightmare, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, or any of its sequels." Now, I can give you a decent breakdown of the the Nightmare on Elm Street sequel. Well, all of the Nightmare on Elm Street films, mm. um, because I wanted to give you this breakdown then. But I can't remember where I was. I was doing something, so I was like, "Oh no, fucking just any of the sequel." You know. um, the one I didn't want you to watch was number two. Ah. The one I didn't want you to. And I, I should have said that, but it's still a good film. The thing is about Nightmare on Elm Street two. It's probably the only one with an actual story. Um, in the, uh, well, no, I say I say an actual story, an actual story that isn't just about we're some teenagers and we're going to die. You know, they've they've come outright and said it now that, that that entire film was about someone struggling with their with their um, sexuality um and and his inner demons like arguing with himself and and everything to do with the, the main character in it is gay he's gay and he, he doesn't want to admit it and uh probably why i enjoyed it so much and this is why i didn't want you to <laughs> see this one because this one actually has a bit of subtext to it this one is about, like I say, Freddy represents the demons that he's carrying with him by hiding his sexuality, but also the sort of that self-loathing and everything that that sort of was imposed on these people. You know, they should hate themselves because they're bad, and what they're doing is against God, and that's what Freddy represented in that film. The first film um, is very simple. There's somebody who, and I didn't realise it in the first film, he's not a paedophile in the, in the, the original series. It's alluded to later in the later episodes, in the later films, but he, he was just a child murderer. It's not until the most recent reboot where they outright said, he's a diddler. Um, he likes to diddle. But um, So the first film is, it, 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 they came up with this nice concept of, oh, when are you most safe? When you're asleep, when you're dreaming. Let's fuck that up then. Um, and I love that film. There's just so much about that film. Watching Johnny Depp die in such a horrific manner is just. I was going to say I was expecting more horrific deaths from uh, Number Two and Elm Street film. Um, Number Two. You, I mean, you you do have the uh, you you. I mean, I did have the 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 coach murdered in the shower and the uh, and 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 the best friends um, clearly wanted to be his boyfriend. Yeah, uh, guy murdered in in his room. Um, those were those were fairly gruesome, but it was not there was nothing really really bad. I mean, I suppose the only the only things that were a bit grim was um, whenever 
whenever uh, Freddy appeared out of out of the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or um, the kid out, appeared out of Freddy. Yeah. Again, number two for you. Mm. From number three onwards, number three is possibly the best film in the entire series. Number three brings back the main character from uh, the first film as an adult, and she's working at a... Uh, I can't remember what she's working at. She's working as like a counsellor um, for people who've gone through trauma, basically, because she's gone through some fucking trauma. She she was the only survivor of Freddy's first attacks. Um, and it, in Freddy's first attacks... Instead of killing her, Freddy just went, I can't be fucked to kill you. I'm just going to kill your mom instead and killed her mom. Um, so she's come back as an adult and she's working at this psychiatric unit as someone who, uh, helping people who've gone through trauma. And all of a sudden these kids start to have these dreams about Freddy. And um, it isn't until sort of halfway through the series that they go, hold on, these are dreams can't we do what we like in dreams? And they realise, fuck, we can have superpowers. And this is where the, the, the ridiculous outlandish deaths start because they start to get like, they, like, so one of them's like super strong and one of them can run fast or something like that. And so Freddy's like, shit, I've got what my... So he starts coming up with these elaborate ways to die. And there's this one amazing death where this kid wakes up thinking he's awake but actually he's, he's sleepwalking and so freddy's controlling his sleepwalking so in the real world you're just seeing him sleepwalk in his dream freddy has got all the tendons out of his hands and his feet and he's using them as puppet strings and oh it's just gruesome it's horrible um and it's brilliant it's fucking oh it's so ooh, ugh. and then fr from then on Freddy kind of becomes this uh, comedy character rather than uh, rather than a f and, and rather than a scary character. So by the end of the entire series, you're kind of waiting for Freddy to show up. So you go, here we go. It's going to be good now. It's going to be good now. And it, you know, it it is, I suppose. But again, it, it's kind of taken away from the fact that this guy's supposed to be scary. So four, five, and six all sort of develop. Freddy as a, as this character and giving this convoluted ridiculous backstory and stuff like that. So he's not just a normal guy who was diddling. He's now like um, the byproducts of a nun that got raped in a penitentiary by a hundred inmates. Um, so all of the evil genes from them have gone into one baby. And but then they did number seven. All the sperm was so evil they fused to one super sperm. Then they did number seven. Number seven was great because they brought back Wes Craven from the first film. And Wes Craven went, well, if I'm going to do another Freddy film, I'm going to do it so it's scary again. So he did a film called New Nightmare. New Nightmare is a great film. It can't even be considered as one of the Nightmare on Elm Street series because it's set in the real world where um, Nightmare on Elm Street was a film mm. and all of its sequels were films. And so the main character in it, again, he's the same girl from the first and third film, um, but playing herself. And a demon basically takes the form of Freddy, um, like, a, like a, a, a sort of like Christian or Jewish or something. I think it's Jewish demon mm -hmm. takes the form of Freddy um, and starts plaguing people's nightmares. 
and it's actually like the, the way they do it, do it is really good like it's really good put on then they rebooted it but anyway that's my breakdown of the Nightmare on Elm Street films if you'd like to hear more fucking watch them uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am tempted to watch more now uh, I love I love even, the- even though even though I, 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 I did enjoy to um, yeah. even finding out that that's more of an ano- anomaly um, yeah yeah I'd, I'd like to watch this is it like the, the character of Freddy Krueger the, the reason the films work is because of Freddy he's yeah. such a good character it's not just that he's scary because the whole concept of you you know if you die in your dream you die in real life and there's nothing you can do to stop that that's scary, but because Freddy is such this charismatic villain, of not only is he going to kill you, he's going to laugh while he does it. And the, and the worst thing is he might possibly make you laugh too. Like that's like he's just such a good character. I recommend if if you're still dabbling with Freddy, watch Freddy vs Jason because that's a film where Freddy's taken a little bit seriously again. Um, okay. And then after that, they do a comic book. Um, there was going to be a sequel. They couldn't get the funding for it because basically it was too expensive to, to use the characters um, and and have an 18-rated film because 18-rated films don't make any money anymore. Um, so they did a comic book called Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. Ash is from the Evil Dead series, and it's basically sort of Ash coming along accidentally stumbling upon these guys and going, well, I vanquish those demons, I better vanquish these ones, but he struggles because he's Freddy and Jason. Mm. Uh, really good series. In fact, I've got the comic downstairs. I'll, I'll lend it to you next time you're down. It's, it's, it's an interesting read. It's not very long either. It's only probably about six issues. Um, so you read it in sort of half hour. Um, but yeah, really good. Like, I just love the character of Freddy. It's just so funny. Um, he, in fact, it's probably the Nightmare on Elm Street films that got me into the horror genre, because I don't really like the, the Friday the 13th films with Jason, although there is one film called Jason X, where it is literally Jason in space, <laughs> and then someone went, yeah, why not? And so it's it's Jason in the future in space. And it's just like, you know like those B films where it's like, it's a blob from outer space fighting a shark with laser beams on his head. Oh no, Godzilla's here, and his, <laughs> and his token black friend has come along as well. You know, like it's it's all that it's all of that. Like, that's how bad this film is. It's awful. Jason X is, but it's so so funny. Um, like just all the sci-fi sort of like stereotypes are in it. The sexy robot, like fucking the the, the people that betray them because we're betrayers fuck you you know like it's just all there it's all there uh, i i i think i uh, i might have been sold on uh, on the uh, the teen slash horror films um certainly yeah. certainly the nightmare on elm street i like i said i'm i am intri- intrigued to see the uh, the the rest the rest of the series Although, I, as I, say, I, I, I highly recommend the nightmare on elm street ones just because of how funny they become um they're not even like this is the thing. Sophie doesn't like horror films, and I've said, "All right, let's watch Nightmare on Elm Street." She's like, "No, it's horror." I'm like, "It's really not." Like, <laughs> even if it was meant to be, once even the first one is meant to meant to be scary, and it, it's just not. It's it's funny now because it's so dated. Like some of the graphics in it are so bad. In fact, in fact, it's more scary to find out how they did it than it is to. Like there's this one scene in the first one where someone is basically sucked into a bed and then the hole where he's sucked into the bed just spits out all of this blood 
and it's like a fuckload of blood. And the way they film that is they they, they did the sucking in the bed bit, and then it's the next shot where the, the bed spits out all the blood. And what they had was they had a, a whole bedroom set glued down on a rig, and they turned it upside down, but the camera was fixed as well. So although the camera wasn't moving... Every, you know everything moves, so the bed just turned upside down and spat, and then dropped out all this blood that was being held in it. <laughs> but it turns out that the guy that plays Freddy Krueger and the girl, the main girl in it, who are like really good friends, wandered onto the set to have a look, not realizing that it started filming. So they're actually in the shot, but you don't realize they're that they're like holding on for dear life, upside down, sort of thing. <laughs> and, and I, I, I was watching this in an interview, and it was uh, it was Robert Englund and Heather Langenkamp telling this story, and I was like, "Fuck, that's terrifying!" Like, they're holding on for dear life. He's holding her down as they like, as, as this bedroom fucking sets turning upside down. They're like, "Shit!" Like that's scary. <laughs> I do like finding out about uh, that kind of thing, and especially, yeah. especially in horror films. One of the one of the, the possibly the only interesting thing about the Blair Witch Project was mm. the fact that the actors were. Uh, were deliberately left alone um, by 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 the crew and the rest of the, uh, the the people making the film, the producers or whatever. Oh really? Um, yeah, the, the 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 video camera they had um, they were they they'd be given a, a direction. Okay, go here, film yourselves as the characters, mm. um, and they'd be and I think uh, the point where they come across all the um, all the little pagan dolls strung up. Right. Um, that's that. That's all sort of real. They weren't told, you know, what they were going to find there. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So I, 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 that, although although the film itself isn't very good and it's quite boring, um, yeah. it's it's interesting to to find out bits and pieces like that. Hmm. See, I can't get behind this whole fan footage genre of film, though. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, I know. What it it does annoy it, it annoys me both the fact that uh, a you you. The people wouldn't realistically get those angles. Yeah. And, and, and B, the rest of the film is making up for that by staring at the ground. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I, it gets me that all, at all times with found footage, the camera is at eye line. Mm. Like, what's the person behind the camera fucking looking at then? Because they're not looking through the camera because that's not how cameras work anymore. Right. Mm. Like, Oh, just oh man! I don't like. They did the first Paranormal Activity film, and I was like, "Hmm, it's interesting. It's not scary, but it's interesting." Everyone's like, oh, "It's terrifying. It's awful." I'm like, "No, it's a low budget film that's done really good stuff." Then all of a sudden, they got money, so they went, "Should we just spunk it?" And they went, "Yeah, let's spunk it." Oh, can't be bothered with these fan footage films. They're not scary. They're not fun. They're not even sort of very sort of well made anymore like they're, they're, they're quite poor um i tell you what i tell you what i watched that's considered a horror film that i really liked the purge i've never seen that that that's a really good film because they try and quite realistic for such a ridiculous sort of scenario do you know the scenario uh no i haven't heard of it so okay so the purge um it's set in america and it's um, it introduces this idea that um, in whatever year, and it, it's set in sort of like an alternate timeline. So in whatever year, there was so much violence and crime that the government issued um, a new sort of holiday, essentially. 
And oh yes, sorry, of course, because I've seen, I've seen the trailers for it. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it. It was called The Purge, and so one day a year, one night a year for 12 hours, all crime is legal. Anything you want to do, murder, rape, um, illegal downloading, all legal. Um, and then after that, obey the law. And uh, so it's set around this family who um, the dad is basically a security salesman. Um, he, he sells home security systems. And the idea is everyone wants the best security system for the purge. Um, but the purge works because everyone's like, well, I've got beef with that guy. I'm not going to take it out on him now because I might get arrested when I can just do it on the purge in a few days or do it in the purge in a couple of months. I'll just remember this. And, of course, you know, they, they do. Um and it's all set in this, this family's home and it's about all these intrusions and people breaking in and they're, they're trying to help people but like oh it's really good like really fun film just the whole concept is, is quite original like because in a lot of in a lot of horror films you're kind of like why didn't you phone the fucking police why don't you phone fucking Ghostbusters or something tell somebody where you're fucking going like, why would you go down there on your own at night with no fucking protection or anything like that? Well, why are you doing these things? You deserve to die. I was going to say, the, 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 the trailer for the film has someone who's, who's getting back late in their car or, or something. That's like, number two. That's, oh, so that's that the second one. I oh, haven't right, seen okay. number two. But so, oh, number right. two. Uh, that, that, well, the, the premise yeah. of that is so ridiculous. Surely you'd be there. For, this is what know, I'm thinking, yeah. Hours and hours early. Why the hell would you be driving? Would you even make it so that, you know, breaking down, you'd miss and, it? Like, this is the thing. In number one, that's what they established. Like, everyone everyone has the day off on the purge day to make sure that they're home safe and everything like that, that they are where they need to be, unless, obviously, they're going out raping, murdering, and downloading um, copies of Michael Bublé. Um <laughs> That you know, they're they're getting ready. Told you, damn it! <laughs> they're they're getting ready to go out and fuck shit up and 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 get on the torrent websites. So, um, but I mean, it's a good film. I'd I'd really recommend that. I haven't seen the sequel yet. I'd like to see the sequel. Um, but it, it feels again like they've kind of done what they did with Paranormal Activity from the trailers, where they had this sort of fairly small scale budget, and um, uh, Lena Headey's in it as well. You know, um. Yeah. Prince Arthur. She she's the main female lead in the first one. Um and it feels like they've kinda of gone, Well, we've got some cool actors and you know, we've got a little bit of money, we we've done what we can and people have gone, Yeah, that's really good and so the studio have gone, Okay, well, what kind of film can you make with this much? And they've gone Something different <laughs> with no sense. Yeah, okay. And they've done, yeah, so, it, uh, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't seen it, so I can't judge it, but I'm, I'm not liking the look of the trailer, which is why I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm trying to think okay, of Okay, so we, 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 we've gone through a lot of things, so what, what scares you? In, in real life? In real life, or, or in films, you know. Commitment! <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> um, I'm terrified of the grudge girl. Yeah. I, th- I think we've established that. Um, you know that feeling when your phone goes off in your pocket and you you look at your phone and it turns out your phone didn't go off and you're like, I definitely felt my phone go off in my pocket. Yeah. That, I think, is scary because what if it's conspiracy 
and actually like your phone's like just trying to manipulate you into doing things that that you don't want to do like like look at your phone someone's pu- someone someone's secrets passing overhead make everyone's yeah. phone buzz yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like like, oh, shit, they don't, we don't want them to see that, Buzz. Oh, what's that? Look down, and then all of a sudden you've missed the amazing, cool unicorn fly over your face. And then the it rains, but it, you don't realise it's unicorn semen. Evil unicorn semen. <laughs> I was going to say, they're doing it to protect you. Um, no. Nah, the unicorn's flipping you off. <laughs> what, what's, I tell you what really fucking scared me recently. Especially going to the toilet in your house. Oh, I can't believe we forgot Attack on Titan. Well, we kind of, we kind well, of. I, I mentioned it earlier yeah, with Casper. Fuck me, like oh. because because you've got that um that sort of uh window that's sort of like slanted on the on the ceiling in your bathroom. We watched Attack on Titan. That's like just the right height for a Titan to just peer in. Like, oh god, fucking <laughs> that smiling Titan is terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I don't even like to think about that. That. That's the thing. I'll be out. I could be out dark and it wouldn't bother me. But when I'm in that situation, especially because I mean, when you, you know, when you're squatting for a shit, you're in the most vulnerable position you could possibly be. No, you know that that that's you time, and anything intruding on that time is scary anyway. Someone walking in on you is like, oh, what are you doing? Go away. But if something's looking in, thinking. I'm going to eat that in a minute. He can wipe his bum first, but then I'm going to eat him. <laughs> that's, that's truly... You'd be sitting there forever, unable to wipe your ass. Yeah, I'd just, I'd just sit there and go, I'm not wiping. We're going to be here a while. I'm not, not wipe. And it starts to eat. Oh, shit, no. And oh, then what if, the, what if there's a snake in the U-bend and the snake comes up and bites your bum? And oh, no. I just well, wouldn't I suppose... know. You, 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 you could get up without wiping and just sort of do the waddle with your trousers around your ankle. <laughs> yeah, you've got more than one bathroom in your house anyway, so I'll just go to a different bathroom. But then, like, they might just find me again and, but, and then the thing is, I might forget and go back and just go for a wee, and I, I don't think they're too bothered about wee. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I, when I, when I was thinking about Attack on Titan mm. the other day, I was thinking, which, where would I go in this house if Titans appeared? And I was thinking, there's, there's only, well, there are two rooms in this house that, uh, that have no windows. <laughs> I thought, that's where I'm going. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. one, of, one, of, one of them sort of behind two doors from, from the outside. So, uh, even, uh, even if they could smell you a bit, uh, they, they wouldn't be quite sure. Oh, right, okay. So, and also that room has booze in it, so I'm <laughs> set. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, I think I'd be fucked if uh, Titans came to my house because, I mean, like, they'd just see me. They'd just see me. I'm not... I, uh, um, you have I a bit of a, a, an area under the stairs with a curtain, don't you? Or no, not me. Or... Oh, yeah, yeah, there's that in the kitchen, but then if, if they just start bringing down the house, like, I'd just be crushed. I suppose I'd rather be crushed. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah. You'd, you'd, yeah, you'd rather be crushed than eaten. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd try. I'd obviously try and run, but I don't know where I'd run. Um, I mean, I suppose I could sacrifice Sophie. I can run faster than Sophie. I know that much. 
And actually, the kids next door, they'd probably get eaten first anyway, so... Well, the, 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 rest, the rest of my family don't know what Titans are, so... <laughs> Alex, where are you going? Nowhere, everything's fine. <laughs> you stay here. Stand there near the windows. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, going to the cellar. <laughs> Locking myself in from the inside. What else scares me? What else scares me? Well, I think, I think, like I said earlier, I've kind of desensitized myself to a lot of um, sort of scary films. Oh, the problem there is, I watch a scary film and I think it's crap. I enjoy enjoy horror films if they're good. I do. There was I watched um, watched a film called. Conjuring, I think it was that I watched. Was it The Conjuring that I watched? Yeah, I think it was The Conjuring that I watched. And there was one really good bit where um, some woman's hanging up bed sheets and one of it blows away in the wind, but there's a ghost behind it and obviously it's invisible, but because the bed sheet catches it, like the wind's blown, it makes out the figure of a face and stays there. And it's like, oh my god, oh, and, then it, and then it just blows away. It's like, oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. Like, that was good. Like, that's a bit clever as well. Like, I haven't seen that done before. But then uh, then since then, I've seen it done again. And I'm like, oh, it's, just, it's been done. Right. Um, I, I watched... Oh, go on. The things, I think the things that scare me, almost anything can scare me, but except people, I don't find... Generally, I don't find uh, human-esque murderers yeah. very frightening. I mean, I remember... Um, I watched the the first Hills Have Eyes film, uh, the world yeah. remake, the remakes, obviously, yeah. um, and everyone was going on about that at the time, and uh, everyone was saying, "Oh, it's scary. They look so gross." And I remember watching that film, sort of quite being a bit nervous, thinking, "Oh, this is going to be scary," and yeah. came out of it not scared at all. You know, mm. it's like, "Oh, that. Oh no, someone's stabbing, and he's got a pretty nasty face." Yeah, sucks to be that girl, I guess. Uh, I tell you what, there's one really good film that I recommend to anyone. It's one of my favourite films ever. I haven't seen it in so long as well. I want to see it. I want to watch it again. It's a film called Creep, and it's a British film set in uh, the underground, the London underground. And it's basically some woman is uh, she's gone to a party and uh, she's getting the last tube home. Um, and in the meantime, she nearly gets raped in the tube station by one of her friends or something pushes him away, but then the last tube goes, but then another one appears or something like that, gets on it, but then he stops halfway down the line, um, and so she has to walk down the tube, and there's something there with her, and it's really fucking creepy, and it's like this thing that lives in the tube, um, but like lives in like the, the sort of like derelict parts of it and stuff like that, and it's, oh, it's horrible. See, that's the kind of thing I find scary. That, that probably one of yeah. the reasons I found signs scary, because, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's aliens. Yeah, um, and uh, and you know, ghosts can work too, not quite so much. But now I'm I'm frightened of inhuman things, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Titans scare me so much because you know it's it's a human form, but so alien at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that's the thing about creep. It it, it is a person in creep, mm-hmm. but because he's so fucking ugh, like ugh. Like, and he's, you know, so far, he's, he's almost Gollum, 
He's Gollum from Lords of the Rings. If Gollum lived nowadays and didn't have the ring, you just had a knife instead. Um, but like loads of knives. He's really good film, but proper creepy. Like there's this one really good bit. It turns out like it it wants to be it wants to be a doctor or something like that, and it set up this own his own sort of makeshift surgery in like this old room, and he's got a homeless woman in there. And uh, he turns on a tap, and there's no water, but he still wash. He still pretends to wash his hands, and he's about to perform an abortion on her, even though she ain't pregnant. And he's got to tie down everything. It's just, it was just a, that little detail of he's washing his hands. There's no water. He's not washing. Oh my god, he's just mental. He's still doing it. What? Stop! And he take like a good five, six seconds of him just scrubbing his hands with nothing just air it's like oh god stop what you're doing this is oh there there now that that's that just reminded me of uh when you say he wanted to be a doctor just reminded me of uh the simpsons uh treehouse of horror look i made a pigeon rat (laughs) (laughs) but evil twin so one thing i did want to ask you is uh what is your favorite simpsons halloween special I know they're, they're generally not designed to be scary, but I know, you? yeah, but I know, I know, I think I'm a least favorite. What's your least favorite? That's the Harry Potter ripoff that they did. Oh, oh yeah, God, that was terrible. With Lord that... Montymore. Yeah, like, that, 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 so badly written. Yeah, that that was when the series was starting to go downhill. Although I actually yeah, right. did really laugh. Like there was one bit in that that I laughed at, and it was when Bart tried to create a prince. <laughs> Straight that fucking machine. He's like, I'm gonna kill you. Ah, please, I want to die. Ah. Like, I laughed at that, and then uh, the thing that got, got me about it was it was just so lazy. Lord Montemort appears, they stab him in the shin. Oh, my evil shin! How did you know? Because it's lazy writing, and you just needed an ending. Yeah. God, oh, just. But my favourite, um, I do like uh, Homer, the 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 day one Homer three. Whatever it is, Homer, oh. um, where uh, he he finds a parallel universe in the uh, in his wall. I like that one so much because I saw um, an IMAX film where they used that scene of The Simpsons in it, oh. and it's like um, I can't even remember what the whole film was about, but it was basically Homer goes into that universe, but then there's other bits that sort of cut in as well, um, all in from for IMAX viewing sort of thing and then and then so, so that was in IMAX as well on a huge screen and 3D um what else I can't, you know what I can't even remember some of them now um uh, uh, my, my, I'll tell you my favourite has to be um although there are a lot of good ones it has to be the uh the shinning oh I would do like the shinning <laughs> and a lot oh of you people... the shining shut up you want to get sued <laughs> And I think my favourite line from it, a lot of people love, uh, obviously there's the uh, no beer and no TV, make home or something, something. Yeah. Um, but my favourite, favourite line from that is Lisa and Marge is, uh, Mom, is Dad going to kill us? We're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's not, it's not really anything. It just speaks to Marge's passive housewife nature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I do like um Flex Dude and Clubber Girl. Oh, that's fun. 
That's really good. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones now. Uh, no, there's one in my head. I know there is, and I just don't know what. Fuck sake, I can't remember what it is. There, there are there are too many for me to think of now. I think I love all the ones from uh, from the one the the uh, the shitting is in because uh, because of the uh, the running joke of Willie getting killed when he's Willie getting killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Which I'm bad at this. <laughs> what three? What three ones are those? Because those, I'm, I'm, I've got those in my head now. Those there's three. The shitting, there's, there's the, there's the, the. I can't remember what it's called, but the, the toaster going back in time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, one thing I find creepy from that episode was the, uh, the, the re center. Yeah. Where they, <laughs> where they get. They get total frontal lobotomies. Um, yeah, I always but... find that bit one of the, one of the few things I found quite creepy when I was certainly when I was little. Even now, yeah. I, I always find the idea of a frontal lobotomy. No, don't take my brain. <laughs> Me no think good. Um, oh, and then there's the the one where uh, uh, where the the teachers at the school start eating kids. I do like that one. Yeah, I do like that one. Uh, one of my favourites, I think. Speaking of Nightmare on Elm Street, is uh, Nightmare, Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace, where Willie is Freddy Krueger. Oh Kru- yes, that's good. Yeah, um, I just uh, the thing I like about that one is um, the way Willie dies. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mister Van Houten is talking. Oh, he just sits there burning to death. <laughs> so, so I want to talk about the school lunch menu. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the idea of Millhouse getting two pasta meals in one day. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'd probably go with that one as my favourite, the Nightmare on Evergreen, Evergreen Terrace. But I do like a lot of them. Some of them are shit as well. Yeah, well, look at any of the modern ones. Yeah, well, yeah. Although I did like, I did, uh, I did like the one with Pierce Brosnan as, as the house. I don't know why. I just thought it's nice. It's just nice to hear Pierce Brosnan's voice. It was an interesting take on the Howl thing. Howl yeah. falling in love with Marge. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I think the only the, the only thing that really got me about that, that episode was when they were like, "Oh, there's a Matthew Perry setting." Oh God, no! Oh. <laughs> uh, poor Matthew Perry. <laughs> I'll do drugs with you. Someone has to. <laughs> Someone has to. So, is there anything else before we end that really, really scares you, Alex? No, I've I've been sufficiently spooked. I think I think I've covered all my spooks. I probably haven't. There's probably more. I'm gonna be going to sleep tonight, and I'll be like, oh, that scares me. Oh crap, I'm going to sleep now. Well, this year when when Halloween comes around, perhaps we will actually do. Yeah, the, uh, a Halloween episode. Um, As I say, there is one thing that I've just remembered we've missed out, and that is scary games. I don't know whether you've played any like spooky games. I There's one. I haven't really. The uh, I I do want to play Alien Isolation. Um, I have that. Really I still haven't played it. I still haven't played it. The uh, only only game I've played that was fairly scary was Limbo and that was for the giant spider moments yeah 
Well, I've got a game called Outlast, and that's very good. That's very scary. But I feel like I feel like we could probably do a whole cast of uh, about scary games and sort of creepy pasta and things like that. So maybe we'll save that one for Halloween. Okay, 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 right. I think yeah, we are sufficiently spooked then. <laughs> I won't be sleeping tonight. Well. <laughs> thank you, mortals, for joining us on this our spooky spooky uh, podcast episode if you would like to get in touch um, so we can I don't know suck your blood <laughs> you can do so by, do so by going to the tag podcast website at the tag podcast okay thanks bye